and welcome to episode 17 of the Tyra Cycling Podcast. And welcome to our last episode for 2020. In what has been a tough year for everyone, and not just in business terms, uh, Tyra and Rubber Recycling, like we imagine our listeners and viewers, are excited to see what 2021 brings. But before that, we've got one more episode to finish off. Ewan, how are you? And are you looking forward to this final episode for 2020? I'm fine. I, I'm definitely looking forward to this one because I, this is about a new pyrolysis plant, but one that has been tried and tested and is known to work. So it'll be interesting to hear what uh, Evgeny Grozev has to tell us about Pyro 1 in Rotterdam. Definitely. Well, as listeners to this podcast will be well aware, uh, we have taken a keen interest in the burgeoning uh, world of tyre pyrolysis in our in our podcast, and we talked to numerous people from across, not just in Europe but in in the US, for, in the US with Bryce Powell and in Malaysia and Australia with KJ Lee from Lee Tyre and Oil. Um, so it's going to be great to hear from yet another yet another player. So what do you expect Evgeny to tell us about? I'm hoping that he's going to tell us a little bit about why they chose to set up in Rotterdam um, and uh, how they have managed to take a lead in developing uh, a plant in, in the Netherlands whilst uh, some of the other competitors are, are still struggling to get off the ground, uh, carbon black beer accepted. Indeed, well that sounds fantastic. Well, the time has come for me and you to stop talking uh, about the interview and time to listen to Evgeny Grozev, the director at Pyro One. Today, uh, we're speaking with uh, Evgeny Grozev from Pyro One BV in the Netherlands. Uh, Evgeny, can you tell us a bit about the history of Pyro One. Yeah, Pyro One is a company uh, established uh, about a year ago uh, with the goal to process waste tires and um, other feedstock into valuable products. Uh, so our goal is to make a circular economy uh, in uh, Rotterdam area. Uh, Pyro One is uh, located at uh, Plant One Rotterdam, which is an uh, innovation center. Uh, one of the shareholders, uh, one of the shareholder of Pyro One is also uh, the owner of uh, Plant One Rotterdam, uh, Mr. Gabriel Chin. Uh, I am the other shareholders, and we have a third shareholder uh, who is a collector of uh, waste tires, Redek uh, company in Netherlands. So the reason to create this company is because uh, we have proven technology, more than 20,000 20, hours of um, research and development work. Uh, we passed through several steps. So first we built a laboratory model and uh, after this we built a small commercial a test unit, 300 kilograms per hour. Uh, we proved the concept and then we designed one ton per hour plant, which was proven uh, 3,600 hours. Uh, the products that we produce from the um, uh, commercial test, they are already sold in the market to a big tire company. 
and also the oil is sold to a big chemical company. Uh, and what we want to demonstrate at Rotterdam is uh, a working commercial plant uh, with our certificates. Uh, we have chain integration of other technologies. So we provide a complete concept of the technology. So we don't provide only pyrolysis technology. Well, we also uh, recycle wastewater. We also capture the CO2 from the chimney, meaning that we don't have any emissions. So it's the first in the world, no waste, no um, emission plant. Okay, and, and the equipment that you, you use at this plant, will it, has it been manufactured in Europe or have you imported yeah, it's manufactured it? in Europe. Yeah, the equipment it's is European manufactured equipment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we use um, the most uh, reliable companies to supply different parts like pumps, valves. Um, the reactor is supplied by reliable companies. So everything is, uh, is high standard. Okay. Can I ask you, why have you chosen Rotterdam as, as a base? Uh, because uh, first Netherlands is a country where you can uh, do innovation very easily. And Rotterdam is the location where the world can see what we are doing now. Okay. And, and the, the, uh, I've looked at some of your, your information and uh, your, your output in terms of pyrolysis, uh, you're producing 50% oil, 50% recovered carbon black. Is that correct? No, we say uh, from one ton of tires, we extract 45% uh, of oil, 45% of uh, recovered carbon black, and 10% of synthetic yeah. gas. So the synthetic gas is used, part of the synthetic gas is used to uh, run the plant. Uh, so it's self-efficient technology, and the rest is used uh, for steam production. We also use, we have uh, heat integration, uh, that we're using the heat for the CO2 capturing. So it's uh, quite efficient technology, it's 95% efficient. That, that's a high efficient, high efficiency plant. Yeah, it's high efficiency plant. Yeah, yeah. okay. And the, the markets you, for the output, do you, do you have consistent markets for your output? Yeah, at the moment, a big tire company, uh, we passed two years test with them. Uh, so they make a small laboratory test. After this, they go to uh, commercial test. Uh, and now we sold this product to, to a big tire company. Okay, and, and the oil obviously is, is not an issue. You can find markets. Oh, it's not an issue because you can sell to everyone. It's just oil. Yeah. Okay. Now, the... The, the specification for your recovered carbon black, uh, are you managing to have a, a sustainable uh, quality of, of output? Yeah, that's why the, the, the big tire company I mentioned, they've done a lot of tests with different batches uh, that we produce, just to be sure that we produce constant quantity. And uh, they confirm that we produce a constant quantity. Uh, and our specification is close to carbon black uh, N7 series. So they use, they use it for tire production at the moment. Okay. 
Um, it, it's always good to hear that, of, of pyrolysis companies actually managing to to hit the target and, and, and reach the tire manufacturers, because for many years uh, the, uh, the 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 tire manufacturers talked about looking at carbon black recover carbon black, but they, they didn't actually use it. But in recent years, things have changed. What do you think has brought about the change in the, in the market that uh, the, the tire manufacturers are now interested in pyrolysis black? Uh, this is because the circular economy, uh, because us in the field, or when you go to the petrol station, you can see the fuels are contained to some percentage of uh, biofuels. So for example, the gasoline contained uh, uh, bioethanol, the diesel contained biodiesel. And I think the same will happen with the tar companies. So they will require some percentage uh, in the legislation uh, that need to be used, recovered carbon black. And this is normal because uh, we are trying to do uh, circular economy. Okay. So do, do you think that legislation will be the, the driver to increase markets for recovered carbon black and recovered oil? Yeah, I believe this, this will happen. It's already, there is already a directive for um, uh, alternative fuels. So some percentage of alternative fuels must go to the market. And this will happen also with the recovered carbon black. Okay, and coming back to your plant, your, your feedstock for the plant, are you looking at a mix of tyres, car tyres, truck tyres? Yeah, it's a mixture. Uh, it's a mixture between car and truck tyres, uh, the feedstock, yeah. And, and, and do you use whole tyres or do you pre-shred or granulate? Uh, we receive the tar shred without metals from uh, Redek, who is one of the shareholders of Piero One. Okay, so and and you you have offtake agreements for for, for your your output. Yeah, we have agreements for the feedstock, and we have agreements for uh, take uh, offtake of the products. Okay. When. Do you expect the plant to be in operation? Currently, we are doing commissioning. We are testing different uh, systems, uh, so they work well. Uh, I guess uh, February will be in operational. Okay, so that that would be you'd be looking forward to getting back in business and, and uh, producing recovered carbon black and oil again. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you, the whole process is, is in-house? You refine the, the, the carbon black in-house? In yeah, it's one place uh, where we have continuously pyrolysis and next to the pyrolysis we have carbon black treatment unit. Because the pyrolysis unit produces carbon char, it's not suitable for yeah. yeah. So we have a carbon black treatment next to the pyrolysis. So they're connected actually. We, is there anything else you would like to add? Yeah, for example, uh, we're also trying to test other feedstocks, not only tires, because pyrolysis is suitable for other um, constantly feedstocks. So the tires are one issue, but we are going to test uh, PPP. Uh, we are going to upgrade the 
pyrolysis carbon black into active active carbon. Uh, we've done this in laboratory; it's already done. Uh, but now we want to try commercial. Okay. And the value of the active coal is much higher than the recovered carbon black. Yeah, I, I mean, by extending your coverage um, uh, to plastics, you, you're, you're expanding in markets and uh, you, you're almost pushing an open door. It's, the, it's, the, it's probably one of the better ways of, of, of treating plastics. Um, and it, in, and it's truly circular in that if you process plastics, you get oil and that oil can go back into making more plastics or fuel or whatever. So, yeah, but even the, even the, the even the tire oil, the tire pyrolysis so is suitable for plastic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a uh, pyrolysis is it has a bad press around the world because of some past history, but uh, as as it modernizes and uh, we look at uh, plants like yours with, with European standards, uh, it becomes very clean and a, a very viable solution to a modern world wastes such as plastics and tires. And that's it for our interview with Evgeny Grosso. Ewan, what did you make of that short conversation? It was, it was interesting to see the input from a tire importer and wholesaler uh, the um, the shareholder in the that he mentioned Redick is actually Kaidir uh, BV, which is a subsidiary of a uh, Redick used tires BV, uh, which again is part of the Redick Group, who are one of the larger tire importers and wholesalers in the Netherlands. So that in itself is interesting. To see that there are people in the tyre industry, uh, in the distribution of tyres, taking um, an important role uh, in, in not just in, in collecting used tyres, but now in recycling them. That was something that was always kept at distance in the past. And uh, Pyro 1BV seemed to have broken that barrier and made a connection at uh, the, the feedstock end with a, with a company that is heavily involved in tyres. It will also be interesting to see how they develop the market for the end product. Uh, Evgeny spoke about working with tyre uh, manufacturers and a large tyre manufacturer uh, approving of his product. Now, being a cynical journalist, I, I've heard that from so many pyrolysis projects over the years. It will be interesting to see if Pyro 1 actually make that come true. Of course, as we speak, I, Enviro, Scandinavian Enviro Systems have uh, released news just today on the uh, 22nd of December that they have finally reached agreement with Michelin uh, for Michelin to build their own 
entire pyrolysis plants based on Scandinavian Enviro's uh, technology. So the, we, we've seen some game changers just at the end of the year here. So uh, it's good news for the pyrolysis sector, good news for the tire industry, good news for tire recycling. If at the end of this dreadful year, we, we, we're starting to see some good news for the business. Definitely. I think it's, um, I mean, this, this news from, from Enviro just goes off the back of, you know, the news we've seen with, from, from Pyram in in the last in the last few in the last few months and you know michelin and you know the good news from michelin's black cycle project it seems like one after another at the moment and people are quite under rushing um you know not rushing to make announcements but there seems like a lot of good news especially in uh tire pyrolysis within within your within europe to start with um but you know picking back up off your point of the of of uh, of how um, well Jenny referenced that a tire manufacturer is very happy with the output of the process. It'll be interesting to find out who that company is in in the future because I'm sure there are a lot of um, you know um, a, a lot of uh, non disclosure agreements going on with that with that type of thing. So it'll be interesting to find out um, who who um who is the reference point for for their process absolutely i mean for for the next issue of tire and rubber recycling we are looking at uh, the pyrolysis industry in a little more depth than normal because we want to try and if you like separate the sheep from the goats um there are so many companies claiming to be involved in entire pyrolysis. But when you do a bit of digging, uh, there's not quite so many of them actually operating plants. It's not an easy business to get into. Um, we, have, we have spoken to some industry experts, unfortunately off the record, but uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, article in the magazine and off the back of interviews with people like Jenny, with Tony Wibbler at uh, Boulder Industries, uh, with Thomas Sorensen at Enviro, and a few others, uh, we hope to put together a, a podcast that uh, looks into the pyrolysis sector in, in quite some depth. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's for the new year. Definitely. Do you think that we're going to see a continuation of the positive um of the positive news stories we've seen in the tire pyrolysis uh sector of you know the tire recycling market because we're seeing such a lot of um activity at the moment not just in terms of you know um factories factories being open but investments and you know reference you know people claiming how how good their processes are and the success they're having do you think we're going to see that continue in in 2021 absolutely absolutely we're we're michelin the tire manufacturers might not like this but we're michelin leads others will follow Uh, bridgestone has agreements with uh, with boulder industries in in uh, America. Pyrolux had uh, an agreement with uh, Continental. Unfortunately, Pyrolux uh, was underfunded and uh, I am told top heavy in its management. Its people were were so busy 
out trying to get off-take agreements arranged that uh, they neglected the technical side of things and ended up in, in trouble with their uh, plant manufacturer, Zeppelin, who, uh, you know, and if, if you end up with your, your plant manufacturer taking you to court, then you've got a big problem. But that aside, the, there are a number of established pyrolysis companies like Boulder, like Delta, like Enviro, uh, Alpha Carbon in, uh, in France, Pyrum, who have the, the basis, the, the stable basis uh, and the capability to produce uh, both quality uh, oil and recovered carbon black at a consistent um, specification. And that is critical. Um, the one point where they all fall down a little bit is in volume. Um, but that will be addressed as the manufacturer manufacturers get involved. Mm. Um, because they will specify what they want. And they will, they will help fund plants and projects that can supply them with what they want. And the tire manufacturers are used to getting uh, virgin carbon black of a specification, but they are aware that this, the carbon black to a specification that comes from two different plants, even in the same company, may have variations depending on the location of its production. So uh, they, but they are in control of that. And uh, one of the things that the pyrolysis sector, and giving things away here, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that the pyrolysis sector needs to get to grips with is that the, the virgin carbon black industry has been working with the, the tanner manufacturers for 100 years. They have built up relationships. They've built up... Uh, specifications, technical know-how that just isn't generally available to newcomers to the business. So, but more of that in, a, in our uh, New Year's, a uh, New Year issue and hopefully in our uh, documentary podcast on pyrolysis. Absolutely. Well, it makes for very interesting viewing for, for 2021, that is for sure. Um, but thank you for your time today, Ewan, and thank you for, for all your efforts with this, the podcast this year. Um, and thank you to all of our viewers who've tuned in and listened to the Tire Recycling Podcast in, in 2020. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year wherever you are in the world. And we look forward to welcoming you back for, in 2021.